Welcome back to Female Founder Fridays. This week's guest is Denise Summers from Manfora Communications. And Denise is a business storyteller, a communications and PR consultant. But it's Denise's story of reinvention that I think is super intriguing. And I know that you're going to enjoy hearing. Welcome to Female Founder Fridays. I have a great guest with me today, my friend, Denise Summers, who is the founder of Amphora Communications. Denise is a business storyteller, as well as being a PR and communications consultant here in Calgary. And she has an incredible story to share with us today. Welcome, my friend, Denise. How are you this morning? I'm great, Lindsay, and great to see you, and uh, great to be on your show. Awesome, awesome. I'm so glad that you could join me. I am really curious, because I actually don't know if I know the story of how you got started uh, in your own PR and communications practice. Well, it is, yeah, it is a bit of a story. Uh, I had to reinvent myself in my um, early 40s and didn't know what I was going to do. And so I ended up um, applying and, and being accepted to the uh, communications and PR program at Mount Royal University. And I was much older than everybody else in, in the program for the four years. Uh, could have been the mother of most of them. <laughs> and, uh, and, it, and I was probably older than some of their parents. Uh, I was the only mature student that year, and so it was actually a lot of fun. It was, I yeah, I loved going to school and and uh, being with these young people, and it was really uh, energetic and and learned so much. And I could have gone to school forever. <laughs> and so after I graduated, I worked for um, three large organizations. Uh, one in the not-for-profit, one in the financial world, and then my last uh, corporate job was in the energy sector. Mm. And I really was not meant for the corporate world. It's, you know, it just wasn't a great fit for me. And I also felt that there was a different way, a better way um, to communicate with audiences, and that was through story. And... And I had started thinking about that probably around the same time or a bit earlier than story really became uh, part of the um, lexicon of, of business, of, of talking about what's your story. And that was actually my, my tagline, right, from when I started my own business. And uh, so that was in 2007. And so it's been about 14 years that I've, I've had this business. And so that's, that's how I got started. I love that. I, I really, uh, um, that takes a lot of guts, Denise, to go back to school in your forties with a bunch of like teens and twenties, young, young adults, yeah. um, and look around you and think, holy crap, I could be your mom. I'm probably yeah. older than your mom. Yeah. yeah. I love well, that. I had, yeah. I had children the same age as some of the, um, mm. uh, my classmates. And I remember the first week 
one of our profs uh, asking us for some some little back some background, and everybody you know she went around the room and, and had everybody introduce themselves and, and say where they were coming from, and several it was one of the youngest years I think they'd had, and I remember several of the of the people in my class or in my program year saying, "Yes, I just graduated from high school." Last right. Year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was one young woman who was 17 still and couldn't go to the bar with us that Christmas to to celebrate Christmas because she was too young. Yeah. And uh, so I was 42 and, and the next oldest person was 28. <laughs> I love it. Well, yeah. th that I think that's really cool. And I think, I know you've told me before about that you didn't fit in the corporate world and you and I have that in common that we we both left corporate roles thinking this isn't for me anymore. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you made that exit? I really, um, I just was kind of drowning in a way in that, in that yeah. world. I, I didn't fit in. I, um, I found it very um, draining to be in the corporate world. You know, I, I'm a writer by heart and an introvert. And so having to be in big meetings a lot was, um, you know, very uh, hard on my energy, hard on, on my person. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just not a, a political person. And these were very yeah. large political organizations. And honestly, I couldn't understand why um, other people were successful in these organizations. And I uh, just really uh, was a, you know, a duck out of water. Mm -hmm. And finally, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I left. And I left leaving, honestly, I left leaving thinking, what is wrong with me? Why can I not fit? Um, why can I not be successful like the rest of the people I work with? And <clears throat> shortly after that, I, I took a workshop um, with a group of people uh, that did some really in-depth personality testing. And I realized that I was never going to be a fit for no. those places. It, was, it just wasn't me. And that there was really nothing wrong with me. I just wasn't a fit or it just that world wasn't a fit for me. Yeah. And the interesting thing was that um, several of my teammates on on um, in our department all left shortly after, all um, having struggled with working in this very political organization. And so it wasn't, you know, I wasn't the only one who was struggling there. And so it, it was really. Um, an aha moment, you know, an epiphany. And when I, um, you know, I left and I, um, you know, I used to hate going to work. I just had to drag myself there. And when I began working on my own and creating my consultancy, it was the opposite situation. I was driven. I was passionate. I had a hard time, um, stopping working right and yeah so, yeah so i you know i really found my my happy place and my you know what i was meant to do i love and, that yeah 
Yeah. I love that. That's a great story. Um, Tell us a bit more, because you're right. You've been using this sort of moniker of a business storyteller, you know, far beyond. It's become quite popular in the last couple of years, but you've really been describing yourself and the work you do like that for quite some time. Maybe tell us a little bit about what being a business storyteller is and what it means to you. Like, why do you do that work? Well, it's it's something I think that really stems back to my childhood, um, to who I was growing up. I, um, you know, I kind of grew up in a very challenging family and books and um, were my safe place and my um, solace. Mm. And so I um, was always buried in books and um, Anne of Green Gables and, you know, Nancy Drew and all of that from when I was a little girl. And, uh, and I wrote my first book when I was eight years old. And, and I've always been a prolific writer. And that was what I always did really, really well in, in school was writing. And I always was, um, I've always been a very curious person and an observer. And you know, I think I drive my friends crazy because I'll, um, you know, they'll be telling me a story and, and I'll be wanting to know more like, well, why did they do that? And what did it look like? And what were they doing before? And, um, you know, and, and so, you know, sometimes they throw their hands up in the air and go, I don't know. I didn't ask. And, you know, and, uh, Stop asking me hard questions, yeah. Denise. Jesus, just yeah. listen to and, the story. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Well, and I, I, I want to know the details and I want to know what makes people tick and why they do what they do. And, and so that really, um, led well, that is really what inspired me to do this work is because I recognize that, um, especially in my last, um, corporate job, uh, part of the work I was doing was, um, interviewing, some of the uh, other employees in different departments for uh, our intranet and and talking to them about why they did the work they did and what their backstory was and i i saw that got a lot of engagement on um you know on the internet and people were really interested in that and i also so i started to do some research into um audience engagement and into what really um, captures the hearts and minds of, of your audience. And it, you know, um, if you think of the, the death by PowerPoint meetings that we've all been in, you know, where there's all these stats and facts and figures and everybody, you know. Um, yeah, your eyes yeah. start to glaze over and yeah. your ears yeah. start and, to bleed a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just zone out. But if, if people, um, you know, if whoever is presenting um, and talking is telling a story um, that can still give the same message, the same information, but in story form, people are engaged. And, you know, and, and I really believe, too, that part of the story, um, really the story is, um, you know, when you're, you're talking about... Um, sharing a story about what your your business does it really isn't the story of what your business does it needs to be the story of how you can help your 
prospective clients' lives get better. Yeah. And yeah. How can, you know, and that if if you can't, if you're not telling that story, it's going to be very difficult to be successful because your audience is listening to it from the perspective of what's in it for me. Yeah. And, you know, they don't care how amazing your um, new, you know, waffle iron is if they hate waffles or don't, you know, if they're never eat gluten or whatever. Right. But, you know, if they're looking for that perfect waffle iron and they love to make brunch and, and that's part of their family tradition and you know that's that's how you um you capture those people's attention and how you help them guide them to um, improving their lives and to finding the services or products that will um enhance their lives and Mm. and you know a waffle iron is kind of a you know a a funny thing talking about but you know it it, whatever it is whatever your product or service is if i don't need it or i'm not looking for it i don't care yeah and so so you have to tell a story that um to the people who are looking for you that captures their attention and draws them into it and, and shows them a solution um through story of what they're looking for yeah i love that 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 makes a lot of sense. You really have to capture their hearts, and yeah. story is the way that we relate to each other. It's how, it really is the description of how we connect, right? Whether, oh, absolutely. Whether absolutely. it's one on one or in groups, or right. So I I do love that, and you know, I mean, t- storytelling. Before we had language, we had storytelling. I mean, we have right. drawings on caves that are thousands of years old, and that's us telling stories to each other. Um, through the millennia, yeah. right? So th- I think that's, um, you know, we we kind of got away, we get away from that with all our metrics and our data and our, it's it's not the numbers, it's what they tell us and how we weave that. So I, I really, really love um, that approach, Denise. I think it it really speaks to people. Um, yeah, we still need the data. Yeah, um, but the, the numbers data. are only numbers until they actually tell the story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, um, I would love to know because you've been doing this, I mean, 14 years, that is, that's a pretty successful business. I would love to know what have you learned along the way? What have been the important lessons? From a business perspective, just from, uh, you know, running, um, a successful business and, and a sustainable business, the, the one really important thing that I've learned is uh, how critical it is to always keep marketing yourself and mm-hmm. to, um, you know, consistently be telling um, a story that, uh, that engages your audience, but to never, uh, yeah, just to be very, very consistent in your marketing efforts. Uh, as a, an entrepreneur, um, you know, and a consultant, that world is, you know, can be very up and down, can yeah. be very cyclical. Uh, here in Calgary, it's, you know, we all know what that's like. And so even though uh, there's been times where I've been very, very busy and head down and, you know, 
the business is doing well, working really, you know, I'm working really hard. Uh, and I've neglected my marketing because I was so busy. And that, uh, that I would say is, is not, that would be a mistake. And, uh, because, yeah. you know, then you, if you haven't kept, um, increasing your reach and, and broadening, you know, your, your reach and, and engaging with other people and finding out about their stories and, and networking, you, you know, you've, and you've yeah. spent a lot of time on some projects and, and you, you know, you've got to really start from scratch again to, in some ways, maybe not from scratch, but um, it's really difficult to, at the end of all these projects to then ramp up again. And so it's, you know, what I have learned to do is, is set a day aside every week where I, I work on marketing and, um, and making sure that, you know, I stay relevant and that I stay visible. Yeah. Telling your own story. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's always the cobbler's kids though, right? Like that's, you know, you're, you're so busy crafting stories for others, including me. I mean, we've done some brilliant work together over the last Thank several you. months, but yeah, you, you, you tend to neglect your own, your own stuff, your own story. So I, I think that that's what a lovely lesson uh, uh, that is, Denise. Uh, you know, you got to take, you got to take care and you got it. You do. You, you have to be consistent in your connection yeah. with others um, yeah. in terms of talking about what you do and how you do it and how, how it would work for them. So I think consistency is definitely key. I, I've learned yeah. that too. Oh, in, in everything that you do. Yeah. And yeah. And you know, you, you really need to have processes. You really need to be consistent and yeah. you know, there's um, no overnight success and yeah. it's um, you know, for uh, all of us, it's doing, you know, really valuable, good work, but doing it day in and day out. And that's, mm -hmm. um, that's what creates overnight success. Yeah. 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 Overnight success is an illusion, isn't it? Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, um, you know, and, and along the way, there's always failures, you yeah. know, any, um, entrepreneur will tell you that, but yeah. it's not how many times you fail. It's how many times you get up again. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a brilliant segue to my next question, which is where have you really fucked it up, Denise? <laughs> Cause I think as entrepreneurs, we all have something we have completely dropped the ball on and we can learn so much from hearing about others' failures. Right. Right. Um, I would say it's, um, I don't know that there's been any incredible screw ups, but I would say, um, I would say, oh, wow. Um, I, I, I think it's the marketing thing. Okay. Sure yeah. That, yeah. And also, you know, really, um, Really, I think believing in myself, you know, like mm. having that strong faith in myself. And I yeah. think sometimes that has been lacking. Mm -hmm. uh, I think also, you know, one, one thing that I've learned over the years is, um, and you could, I guess, call that a, a screw up, is 
is to take on clients that uh, aren't necessarily a good fit. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. I'm pretty intuitive and I know, you know, I'll, I'll get that feeling that um, this might not be the best fit, but sometimes as an entrepreneur, um, you know, taking the work yep. because it's available, um, especially in, in such a cyclical economy as Alberta's, yeah. you know, becomes in, in our minds a, a necessity, yep. uh, a survival tool. But I, I found that's, that would be, I think, my biggest screw up would yeah. be, you know, taking on people that I shouldn't have taken on and that um, I knew would not um, be a good fit and potentially not a great client. And, you know, and you pay for that. You pay for that in um, time and stress and lost revenue. And so that I've become much more clear on um, who I want to work with and why I want to work with them and saying no to the ones that I know now will, um, you know, just, it won't be a, a, a great fit. Yeah. I think we've all done that. Working with a client we have no business working with. Right. And, right. and you do, you, Man, it sometimes it's just, especially when you are an entrepreneur and you do have to hustle and you do sometimes need the money because you got bills to pay. It's hard, exactly. it's hard to walk away from a great paying contractor client, yeah. but you know inside this is not going to go well. <laughs> this is yeah. not, it's, nothing good is going to come out of this except the work I produce, but man, it's, you know. Yeah, it's and gonna you're going be a to tough pay a big one. price for that. So, yeah, you, you do, know, don't you? Yeah, 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 you do pay a price. Yeah. And the the fees aren't um, <laughs> in the end aren't worth it. They don't. So. They don't even begin to cover. Like you said, the the stress. Like there's an emotional, <clears throat> an emotional toll that you pay for working with a client that's difficult or um, yeah. not. You know, they don't listen or they don't. I mean, I mean, we've all got we've all got stories of that for sure. So I think. I love that, that you've really been able to see that and understand now it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's an expensive, um, that's expensive money to earn. Yeah, uh, I love that. And it's it's kind of like um, like dating, you know, it's like you know that, hey, this is just not going to end well. So why, why start dating that person? Yeah. uh, So yeah. um, Yeah. Why, why get into that relationship, um, that business relationship? Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's not the right one. I love that. I think that's such great wisdom um, that, that I'm a little earlier in my um, entrepreneurial journey and not, not, you know, not in the world of work, but like at, at working right. for myself, being my own female founder, my own CEO of my business, um, and, you know, understanding that. And so I, I think that's really great wisdom to offer, you know, anyone who is listening, who is relatively early in their journey or thinking that they want to shift from, you know, it's my side hustle to it's my full-time, it's my full-time job is working in my business. That, that those clients that you know instinctively are, aren't the right client, they're going to cost you, right? You're going to work hard oh, to earn that money. Yeah. Yeah. And if it doesn't go well, you know, there's a cost to your reputation potentially yeah. as well because 
if both sides are unhappy, the client's unhappy as well. And, you know, uh, there's potential reputation damage. And so, uh, you know, I think it can take a while for sure in, in the first years of, of uh, after founding your, your business to get really clear about that. Yeah. Um, but the sooner you can get clear about who your um, clients are, the better. And, uh, you know, and I like to say too that the universe likes a made up mind. So if you're clear about where you're going, what you want to do and who you serve, and you don't fear from that, you yeah. keep, you know, taking the steps, putting the foundation in place, those people will show up. And if you, uh, if you let in clients that you shouldn't be, you're messing up those, those oppor- other opportunities. Yeah, totally. Be coming your way and you're, you know, you're not on that straight path. And, and I think a lot of, you know, the key to success uh, is focus and, yeah. and perseverance. And, uh, and that's where um, people are successful. They, they know what they want. They're, um, you know, they keep putting that next foot in front of the other and they're clear about where they're going and they don't go straight and then off that way. And yeah. then off that way. they are on a path. Yeah. No, I, I really, I, I, I like that phrase too. The universe likes a made up mind. And yeah, I mean, sometimes when you're early in your entrepreneurial journey, it, it's just, it can be tricky. You need, yeah, you need some help. I mean, that's why I always think having a great coach to help you make up your mind, to listen to your intuition. I think that's really important. I have a coach. That's why I coach people. But realistically, it really is um, about tuning in uh, to that intuition because that's where it comes from, right? It really yeah, comes from inside, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why, um, you know, as you just said, you know, having a coach like yourself, because um, it's very hard. Um, and I work with a coach myself as yeah. well. And, um, you know, people like yourself and, um, you know, other um, coaches help you to, to get clear on that. It's very difficult to get clear by yourself because uh, we're too close to it. Exactly. And, you know, and it's, we can't see, um, yeah, we just can't be objective about no. ourselves. No, that's, and, that's exactly, you can't see the forest for the trees. Right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and, and that's why it's really critical to have someone, um, you know, who is walking alongside you, like you, um, who will help you see um, and get clear on, on those next steps and who you should be working with and helping you to, you know, um, perhaps avoid those costly yeah. decisions and costly clients. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and it's, it's really the same with the, the story totally. that I, my clients find. They, um, they can't find or they can't see their own stories because yeah. they're too close to them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I work with other even more senior communications people to help them tell their stories because they can't be objective about right. it either. And, and I need help when I'm working on my own stuff. Oh, right. And yeah, I, for I, sure. <laughs> yeah, because I just, you know, um, I can't get clear on it. And so, uh, you know, we um, come at it from, you know, different perspectives and different areas of the business. 
but it's it's really the same thing. It's it's helping people to uh, business owners to get clear on um, you know um, where they're heading, the yeah. um, business decisions they have to make, the stories they need to tell to do that, and and so on. And uh, so um, a company, you know, it's um, it's kind of like that old um, adage, um, you know. Uh, a lawyer who, or a client who represents himself has a, or a person who represents himself has a, yes. a fool for a client. Or yes, something a lawyer who represents himself has a fool for a client, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And that that's the thing, right? It, it's the perfect example of, you, can, you can't see it. You can't see what you, you know, what's right in front of you. It, it's too close. You don't have that perspective. And, yeah. and I think and having it. someone help you tell your story is yeah. absolutely critical in that to bring that perspective because it's just for so many of us especially as entrepreneurs and small business owners it really comes from the heart but that's not always where our clients are at and we got to meet them we got to meet them where they are that's yeah. that's the piece uh that we miss in the middle that's where uh denise i know your storytelling is so impactful it's helped me so much and, and I know you have some wonderful clients. You've worked with incredible people over the years, and I know you have some great clients today. So um, your storytelling ability is remarkable. Um, I wanna thank you so much for telling us your story today, because you know the truth is you help everybody else, but I, I think it's amazing to hear what your journey has been. Um, and um, I'm just so pleased uh, that you could uh, you could join me and spend some time, uh, and I hope everyone else uh, enjoys listening as much as I uh, did hearing it right right now today. Well, thanks, Cindy. Thanks for having me on your podcast. It's been a pleasure. Oh, absolutely. The pleasure's all mine, Denise. What a wonderful conversation this week with Denise. It was so interesting to me to hear how she reinvented herself in her 40s, went back to school and was in class with people that could have been her children. Um, and 14 years later, she continues to reinvent herself in her business and helping other organizations tell their stories. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I did having it. And I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode.